One of my secrets to adulthood is that great luggage makes a huge difference to your travel experience, which is why I am obsessed with Briggs and Riley. It's extremely durable, has amazing features that make packing and getting around easier, and they have the best lifetime guarantee in the industry. So if your bag is ever broken or damaged, they will repair it free of charge, no proof of purchase needed, no questions asked, even if an airline damages your bag. Yes, and I love that they have supremely smooth, shock-absorbing wheels for easy gliding through your travels. Hot off the press, the Simpatico collection of hard-sided luggage is new and improved and just launched on Briggs-Riley.com. It has the new one-touch feature, which allows you to expand your luggage, pack it, then compress it to its original size so a carry-on can still fit in the overhead compartment, and that's just one of the new features. Available in black, navy blue, and olive green. Okay, are we ready for this notes call? Oh, I feel sick. Yeah, let's just remember this will be over by dinner. Over by dinner. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Los Angeles, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 17 years, Liz. That's me, Liz Kraft, also a TV writer and producer living in L.A. On this podcast, we talk about what it's like to be writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career in friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to ask the question, what's your currency? Then, we'll share why telling ourselves this will be over by dinner gets us through stressful moments. Followed by a beverage-related Hollywood hack. But before we get into our first segment, we want to mention our Facebook group. Yes. Our Facebook group is growing every day. It's such a fun community. Yeah, I love hearing from everybody. We get immediate feedback on episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, People can comment and then respond to each other's comments. Um, Yeah, and people are doing meditation accountability there. Yes, that's a big part of it. People also have, like, posted a question. Someone posted a question saying, I want to start a screenwriting group. Is there anyone who would like to join this group? Yes. So if anyone wants to get in on any of these hot topics... (laughs) Um, please do join our Facebook group. It's a ton of fun. And you search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook and then send a request to join. And we will let you in. Okay, Sarah, let's dive into our segment from the treadmill desks of in which we discuss what's most pressing in our psyches. And today it's a question. What's your currency? Yes. So this came up because my kindergarten consultant suggested I do a rewards chart for my daughter, Violet. All right. Well, first, I think you need to explain what a kindergarten consultant is. I think this is a very L.A. thing. I'm not sure they're everywhere. Yeah, it probably is. Um, So if you are going through this process of applying to private schools in L.A., which we are, there are people you can hire 
Mine is a very nice woman named Jamie who will sort of help you through that process. Like when you were going through the kindergarten application process, I mean, it's insane that this is a thing. <laughs> Let's just acknowledge that. Um, when you were going through the process, you had Adam to kind of bounce things yes, off of. And, yes. and it was still so stressful. So stressful, like so stressful. So when it was my turn, you were like, you should call this woman. Um, so that's what I did. And she's really been helping me just sort of manage where to apply and the whole, just the whole process. Yeah. So part of the application process is doing these mini days where she does like a practice day of kindergarten. And when you're there, you want them to be good first-time listeners. Ah, uh, yes. When the teachers tell them, hey, sit in the circle, you want them to sit immediately. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so she suggested that I do this first-time listener chart with Violet. So she gets used to feeling really good about listening the first time, which is very important for being a successful kindergartner. <laughs> um, so what I've been thinking about is, you know, you have to figure out what the right reward structure is for your child if you're doing right. a reward chart. What, are, what do they respond to? Right. Because all kids want different things. So I've been thinking a lot about the question, what is Violet's currency? And what is it? It's screen time. Mm. Um, YouTube, the Barbie show, like she's obsessed with this Barbie show, and I usually don't let her watch it. Basically, every time she is a first-time listener, she gets a sticker, and once she gets to 20, she either gets YouTube time or a Barbie episode. What is Jack's currency, do you think? Uh, his is definitely screen time, or if we were really going nuts, a trip to Legoland. Oh, wow. That's a big one. <laughs> that would be a big one. <laughs> um, but kids aren't the only people with their own currency. We adults have our own currency as well, and it's what motivates us, what drives us, and what our currency is affects how we make choices and how we spend our time. So in this whole process, did you think about what's your currency? I did. And what is it? I think my currency is control. As your writing partner, I would 100% agree with that. And your friend, more importantly. It's a little bit embarrassing because it's, you know, not the best quality in the world. Um, it's actually weird because I feel like having a writing partner in a way gives me more control because I have more freedom. Right. Cause you know. You can, if you have to go to the doctor, I'm there. Right. If you have, you know, if one of us has to do something, the other can cover, and that gives us more control in a way. Yes, it's like oddly more liberating. But yeah, I think maybe because I have felt so many times in the past I didn't have control, now mm. it's just a really important thing for me to have in my life. It makes me feel comfortable. Well, and you've said many times to me that you can't imagine having to compromise the way I do with parenting <laughs> or especially remodeling. Remodeling. Oh my god, I like I watch you going through the whole remodeling process and I just think like I I like to get a lot of input. Right. But then I want to be able to make the decision and like the constant sort of back and forth about like tile or whatever I, I think would make me crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a place where I definitely like to have control. When I remodeled my old house, it was just like, it was so easy comparatively. So it is interesting. It's like having control is what drives you forward. Like for instance, I could say, obviously our number one goal in life professionally is to have our own show. Well, that would give yes. us a lot more control. Exactly. So it's, that makes sense. Yes. It's all about that control over our schedule and creatively and sort of every arena. Yes. Yeah. Because we know plenty of people who definitively don't want their own show because right. they don't want to be in control because it's a lot of pressure. Right. Cool with me. Yeah. <laughs> more for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
So, Liz, what is your currency? Um, well, I'm somewhat embarrassed to say my currency is actually money. <laughs> your currency, so my currency is, is currency. <laughs> I really am driven uh-huh. by wanting to earn money. Yeah, I like to think it's a there's a slight depth to it. I mean, part of it is. Our job is very unstable. You never sort of know when your career might end abruptly. So I feel like having money is just a security and a safety issue. I want to know that I have enough money to get Jack through school and to, like, have a comfortable retirement. And so I'm very driven to want to make money. Yes. Also, one thing I've realized is... I always think if I had a lot of money, I would buy all these fabulous things like these amazing (laughs) bags and amazing shoes and jewelry. Like I have no jewelry. Right. And it's like even though I probably wouldn't even use these things, it's like my (laughs) it's like my fantasy self. Right. And so I have this idea that if I had enough money, I would be living my fantasy life. You would just be fabulous all the time. I would be fabulous. But (laughs) since I, you know, I don't have that pressure since I'm not earning that you know, right. um, enough to have my fabulous... To have a different Hermes for everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my currency is currency. Nice. Uh, should we find out what Boafwa's currency oh, is? Oh, yes, we absolutely should. Uh, Boafwa, can you come in? <laughs> hey, Boafwa. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, Boafwa, what is your currency? Um... I think it would be travel. Mm. If I could travel anywhere, that'd be awesome. So you're driven by wanting to see the world, experience different cultures, or just lay on the beach? What is the... So when I imagine my perfect life, I'm staffed on a show, and during hiatus, which is the couple of months you have off as a break, I'm traveling around the world and taking fabulous Instagram pictures, much like Brooke. (laughs) 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 Except that I also have family around the world, and I've used that time to visit them. So So why, Sarah, is it important that we know our currency? Like, how does this help us move forward in life? Well, I think it's just always important to know yourself better and just to know kind of what drives you and what motivates you. And it helps prioritize. Yes. Like, what are you looking for? I mean, if you're looking for a job, for instance, if travel is important to you, yeah. then you need to make sure you have a career that allows time for travel. Or like Boafo, when she interviewed with us, literally, I think we offered you the job and you were like, OK, that's fine, but I am going to Ghana for two weeks. And I think if that hadn't been OK, you probably would have passed on the job. I definitely would have passed on the job. Yeah, you yeah. have to know kind of what your priorities are so you can tell people in advance and schedule your life and organize things. Yeah, and it helps you Yeah, when you're negotiating for something. It helps you to crystallize what it is you want. Yes. Like you want control. Which is, again, we're trying to create a situation where we have more control. And like when we negotiate things, we've talked about this before, about how when we um, we negotiated into our contract, being able to bring an assistant when we do pilots out right. of town. That's super important. And that does help me feel like I have more control. Yeah. And it's more travel for me. And more yeah. travel for you. <laughs> See, we just have to get a pilot out of town. Yes. And then... Um, My desire for currency will help us negotiate (laughs) for more currency in the future. (laughs) Exactly. It's all about knowing what you need. What is your currency? We want to know. Email us at happierinhollywood.com or leave us a voicemail at 949-HAPPY21.
Coming up, we'll talk about a trick we have for staying mentally healthy. But first, a word from our sponsor. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Liz, now it's time for a segment we call Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health, probably in a fairly woo-woo way. Um, And today, we're tackling mental health. Yes, Sarah. Our mental health is preserved by our top-secret approach to dealing with stressful situations, which is that we say to ourselves, this will be over by dinner. (laughs) We say this a lot. A lot. I mean, not daily, but certainly weekly. For sure. Um, And it came up most recently because we had our first notes call on our Marsha Clark project. And we were, I I mean, to say nervous is such an understatement. I was fanning myself with, like, paper, feeling like I was going to faint while we were waiting for everyone to get on the phone. It was horrible. Horrible. Like both, we just both felt so sick. Um, happily, we can report that it went well. Yes. But <laughs> in situations like that, what we say to ourselves is, this will be over by dinner. And it just yes. reminds us that, like, there is an end time for this feeling. Yes. And if it's in the morning, we say, this will be over by lunch. <laughs> yes. And if it's a, a thing on Monday, we say, this will be over by Tuesday. It's yes. like whatever time frame we need, we yes. just remind ourselves that there is an ending coming up. Yes, it might be this will be over by Christmas. And it can be for things large and things small. Yes, it can be, you know, something small like a notes call, although small but with big implications. Something big like a whole script that we're, you know, a pilot script we're doing. Or a pilot screening. Or a tough job. Yes. I mean, sometimes you have a tough job. Our jobs don't tend to last that long often. So you can say this will be over by summer. Yes. When summer comes, we'll never be here again. Right. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's, you know, it just reminds you also that we have used this phrase now, I mean, I think since times. 2006. Yeah. Do you remember the first time we used it? Um, it was when we were pitching Women's Murder Club, <laughs> um, wow. which is a show we made um, in 2007, but we were pitching it uh-huh. to ABC in 2006. I mean, I remember it very clearly. Wow. We were sitting across from each other at like some little table <laughs> um, before the pitch, and we both felt sick. Yeah. And we looked at each other and said, this will be over by dinner. And we've used it for every stressful situation since. Yes. And we did get through that pitch. And we sold it. And it became a show. Yes. It worked. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, when we say it to each other, it reminds us of how many times in the last 
decade plus, we have gotten through these things that seem potentially unpleasant or nerve wracking or high stakes, whatever it is. It's like it reminds us, okay, we've gotten through all these past things. We'll get through it again. Yes. We just have to make it to dinner. Exactly. Um, it's, It's sort of another version of this too shall pass. Yes. But it's more concrete. Yes. It's our way of saying that. Yeah. So let us know if you use this will be over by lunch or dinner or Christmas um, and if it helps you. Do you have another mantra to get through challenging moments? Send us a voicemail at 949-HAPPY21 or an email at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Next up, a Hollywood hack that comes in sparkling or flat. But first, a word from our sponsor. Okay, Sarah, it's time for our weekly Hollywood hack. Today's hack is to say yes to the drink. Yes. Um, This is a particular thing in Hollywood where everyone is constantly going on rounds of meetings with executives and writers. And it's such a part of our culture here that doing a round of these meetings is often called the water bottle tour. Yes, because whenever you go to one of these meetings, and that's whether you're meeting with an executive at a studio or network or a writer on a show or, a, you know, or a, for, producer. Or a producer, they always offer you something to drink when you arrive. And we were told when we first moved here in 1998 to always say yes when they ask if you want a drink. Yes. And to always be specific about what you want. So, like, it's not just water. If you want a Diet Coke, ask for a Diet Coke. If you want coffee, ask for a coffee. And the reason for this um, is that, again, at this point in our career, luckily, we're not sort of worried about seeming like we know what we're doing or seeming confident (laughs) because we've just been around uh, long enough. But when you first start out and you're just so nervous and shaky I think the instinct is to go to a meeting and someone says, oh, can I offer you something to drink? The instinct is to say, no, I'm fine, because you don't want to impose. But that can give off an impression of weakness because you don't want to impose. Whereas someone who's confident and says, yes, I'd like a Diet Coke, please, feels like they have a right to be there. Yes, you're not imposing. You're not overstepping. You're not putting anyone out. Ask for that drink. Have Um, your coffee. That's right. Because also you're going to want to have that drink once the meeting starts. 
Right. Well, yes, because you could end up getting some dry mouth <laughs> yeah. if you're nervous. Now, I will say I have a bit of an issue with this, Sarah, mm. myself, because, you know, unfortunately, when I'm really nervous, I get shaky hands. It's right. like one of the curses of my life. <laughs> and so there have been times when I'm really nervous and I have a drink in front of me on the table and I can't pick it up because it'll like my hand will be shaking and trembling as I try to get it to my mouth. So I'll be there and really want to drink and say to myself, I can't take a drink. I can't reveal my shaky hands. So um, that is, you know, one downside for me. Now, luckily, in most meetings at this point, I don't have shaky hands. Now it's only if we have a big pitch. Right. And then I have my beta blocker. Exactly. Um, And I just like to have something to hold. You know, I like to have uh, like a security blanket water bottle or cup of water there to just grip onto. Um, It makes me feel kind of centered in some way. Yeah. I'm the opposite, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, you like having that steadying force. An anchor. It's your your anchor. It's my meeting anchor. Liz, you have a great asking for a drink in a meeting story. Yes. I. um, Speaking of asking for a drink, I heard the story uh, from an actress, and she went into a meeting, and she felt that all of the people she was meeting with had a certain impression of her from her prior work. And she wanted to change that impression. They asked her if she wanted a drink. And she said, yes, I'll have a Coke. Because she thought it would shock them that an actress such as herself would ask for a Coke. Yeah, instead, not a Diet Coke. Instead, Yes, instead of a Diet Coke. <laughs> and not only did she request a Coke, she then drank the entire thing in the meeting. Because she thought, they're never going to think an actress like me would drink this sugary Coke. (laughs) It made her feel confident. And I think it did throw everybody and, Uh you know, make them look at her in a new way. Right. So a successful drink story. A a drink is a power move. Say yes to a drink. (laughs) Okay, Sarah, before we say goodbye, it's time for celebrity sightings. Yes, it was so exciting this week. We were walking back from our usual, like at lunch, we kind of, we go and get a coffee or a tea, and then we walk back to our office. And on the way back to our office, we saw um, Matt Bomer and Rosemary DeWitt. Of course, they have that celebrity glow thing happening. Like Matt Bomer had these awesome sunglasses on and like this fabulous, like, hairdo. Um, (laughs) He looked very slick. And Rosemary DeWitt just has that perfect dewy skin. They're both starring in Amazon's The Last Tycoon, which is loosely based on F. Scott Fitzgerald's last novel um, and also stars Kelsey Grammer. Of course, Matt Bomer for me will always be um, the guy from Guiding Light. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And Rosemary DeWitt was in the United States of Terror, which I just loved. Sarah, I have to say I'm glad what we have our time on the Paramount lot because I feel like we're working so much. We don't see as many celebrities out yeah. in the wild because we're either home or working. <laughs> um, so luckily we have the Paramount lot to provide us with our celebrity sightings. Exactly. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. What's your currency? Let us know. Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe if you haven't already. And if you like the podcast, give us a review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps listeners find us. If you have any pressing questions about life in Hollywood, leave us a voicemail at 949-HAPPY21. Thanks to Buafwa for sharing her currency with us today. 
Thanks to our producer, Jennifer Lai. Also thanks to Kristen Meinzer and Andy Bowers of Panoply. Thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Twitter at Elizabeth Craft, and Sarah is at Sarah M. Fain. Remember, we're also on Facebook. Search the Happier in Hollywood group on Facebook to join in on the conversation. You can find us on Instagram, too. I'm at S. Fain, and Liz is at Liz Craft. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. By the way, Sarah, even though I say my currency is currency, Jack <laughs> thinks my currency is hugs. Oh. Because whenever he's trying to get something from me, he's either offering hugs or threatening to withhold <laughs> hugs. No, oh, no. Yeah, and he's kind of right. hugs. I think maybe that is my currency. <laughs> it's your parenting currency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>